0: Welcome to today's episode of the Insurance Life and Everything in Between podcast. My name is Adam Bersan.
1: And I'm Chris Smith.
0: If you've yet to do so, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And if you love this podcast, don't forget to share it with a friend or colleague. We greatly appreciate your help and support. Today we're gonna be talking about having a winning mindset and the importance of having a winning mindset in our business. You know I had a pretty long week getting ready for Thanksgiving having people over just kind of getting the house put together I mean working on stuff pretty much all weekend I just I thought of this last night you know kind of waiting till the last minute to put something together you know what got me thinking about it I was watching football yesterday I was watching the the Eagles game last night and the, the Eagles were were losing pretty much the whole game and they, they finally came back, and in the fourth quarter, they took the lead. Then the Bills came back. They took the lead, and it came down to a, a 59-yard field goal at the end of uh, regulation to push it to overtime. And and the Eagles, they, they kicked this, Jake Elliott kicks this 59-yard field goal in the cold and windy and rainy. I mean, just completely just never would – think of that actually happening. And it was funny because on TV, they have, you know, they have it like computer generated. They have like a line on the field where the Eagles needed to get to in order for him to have a good chance of making that, that kick. And it was about 12 yards closer than, than where where they got to. But you know, one other thing too, their, their coach, I mean, talk about a good leader to have the confidence in his kicker to make that kick. And what do you think that does for the kicker? I mean, what do you think it does for that guy's confidence, knowing that that his coach and and those sort of conditions is willing to de- depend on him, and and he went out there and he and he made the kick. So, and like I said, and they drove down the field and and ended up uh, winning the game in overtime. I, well, I guess so. So that's what got me thinking about it. That and Jalen Hurts, their quarterback, just. You know, just the the poise, the determination, the, the resilience of this guy. I mean, he he makes everybody around him better. And you know, they, they drove that the ball down the field in overtime. I, I just knew that they were gonna win. Like I wasn't surprised. I don't think one player on the Eagles team was surprised. And to me, it was it, it got me thinking, man, this guy just has a, a, a winning mindset. I mean, he's got a winning mindset. He he knows going in, he's he's gonna win, he's confident. I wouldn't say he's cocky, but he's just confident. And so I just, you know, got me thinking about this and just kind of how it would relate to our business and and other businesses out there. You know, what does it mean to have a, a winning mindset? You know, I think it's, it's having that, that positive, proactive and resilient attitude towards challenges. You know, again, you know what we're talking about, let's talk about the Eagles game. Heck, they were losing the whole game, but they were confident and their quarterback was confident to know that they could overcome, you know, the rest of the game and and still end up coming back there at the end. And and focusing on solutions rather than the problems. I think a lot of times maybe we can be a little bit over analytical. Maybe we focus a little bit too much on the what ifs and and even the problems rather than focusing on solutions. Hey, you know what? And Chris is here too. Feel free to hop in, Chris, whenever uh, y- you feel like it. How you doing this morning? Great,
1: great. I'm excited to get back to routine, get back to work, and get back to helping folks start the week on time. I think it's so easy after a holiday hangover to let today get past you. And before you know it, you've missed the rest of the year. But we're here, we're live, and we're helping folks get their heads right for the week. Focusing on solutions is so much more valuable than the words even make it seem because it's very easy to state a problem. It's very easy to gripe about something that isn't going the way that it should. It's way harder to focus on how do we solve it? Like, okay, I understand that's a problem. That's a problem we can probably fix. How? And then recognize that especially in our industry, a lot of problems don't get solved overnight. Like sometimes it takes a week, a month, six months, is this a short-range problem, a mid-range problem, or a big long-term project that's going to take time to solve? You know, we expect things to happen so instantaneously because we're in a one call closed type environment, but a lot of the big-picture evolution in this business doesn't move that quickly. So being positive and proactive is important. Expecting adversity. Like, let's be realistic. If you're actually working hard, You're actually growing your business, seeing clients, making money. Something's going to go wrong. Something's going to be unexpected. Something's going to be challenging. And guess what? This time of year, expect that to happen. And when you expect something to go wrong, and then it does, you kind of laugh it off and be like, all right, well, that happened. Now, how do we fix it? And when you realize that no one's perfect, but that things happen, you get over it. Yeah, I think you'll be laughed as
0: we move forward because a lot of what you just mentioned is kind of what we're going to be talking about here. Perfect. You know, embracing those challenges, you know, looking at those as challenges is just an, an opportunity to grow. You know, I've seen too, you know, where people maybe make it to the top and then they they start to focus too much on preserving rather than focusing on continuing to grow. It's like they get, they they even in our business, you know, you, you, you get to the point where you're you're bringing in so much business, so much premium that you start to think too much about, man, you know, what am I going to do to keep this up? And, and and so you focus too much on preserving, I guess you could say, rather than growing. So I think that you know, we just, we have to have that growth mindset and we can't, like I said, you know, we just, we can't think about the what ifs. We can't have that fear of, of losing what we've built, I guess you could say even as a, as an independent agent or as an individual producing agent, kind of the same thing. You could have a great month. You know, you got to kind of keep moving with that. You can't, you know, you can't think about, you know, what happens if I don't have as good of a month next month as I had this current month. Uh, you just, you can't think that way. You just always have to move forward and know that things are just going to continue to grow and get bigger and better.
1: And I got afraid that I'm going to steal the rest of the thunder without even realizing what's coming next. I think there's no neutral in our business. Like you, you're really, you're not, like you're either going forward or you're going backward. Now, of course you can kind of take a week off for Christmas, but work twice as hard to earn that week off. But realistically, there's no middle, there's no neutral. You're either growing or you're going backward in business. And when you remember that, you're you're more aggressive in growth. Yeah, you know, I wanted
0: to mention too, feel free, any comments are more than welcome. And feel free too to, to share this with others. We do post this on YouTube, on our our podcast, and on many other platforms. So, you know, feel free and you know share it with people that, you know, the more people we can help, uh, the better, you know, learning from failures and use them as stepping stones towards success. So I think everybody out there has probably, at least most people who have won or are winners have had to overcome different obstacles different adversities and things like that. And, you know, we all learn and we get better. I mean, heck, even like I said, you know, kind of relating back to just even the independent individual producing agent, I mean, I've always said, I mean, I've learned our business the best just from failing, from being in a home and maybe not making a sale and getting back to my car and thinking about, you know, what could I have done better? What could I, what could have, I has said that if I would have said it, maybe I'd still be in the house. So I think that's really a lot of our business is just that self reflection too. And kind of looking back and kind of figuring out what could we have done different that that maybe would have
1: helped us to still make the sale. I think that sometimes too, as much as you need to have a positive and a proactive mindset and a resilient attitude, at some point, you also have to take the emotion out of it. Like, this business is in a lot of ways simply statistics. Like how many people can I see in a course of a four day week? And if I see fifteen, I'll sell five and I'll write this. Like statistically your numbers are a lot more predictable than you even realize. And take emotion out of that conversation outside of being positive and proactive and resilient. Or when bigger picture problems happen, an agent you work with wants to quit, leave you, leave the business, and you get angry. Well, anger is a fight or flight emotion. It's not a logical decision making moment in your head. So being careful about being angry about things, because you can't you can't solve problems angry. It doesn't work. Like it physiologically does not work.
0: And it could ruin your day. You just you can't let stuff get to you. You know, again, I mean, talking about mindset and having that winning mindset. I mean, you let stuff get to you. It it really could. It could really ruin your whole day. And and again, you know, we'll be getting into kind of the reasoning behind a lot of this stuff as we move forward here. You got to understand that setbacks are natural and just kind of part of the journey. Not every day is going to be a good day. Not every year is going to be a great year. You know, we, we all have setbacks. I mean, to me this year for myself, Ethan. I mean, heck, I, I really kind of took a big leap then, uh, you know, kind of went on, on my own. I I didn't make as much money this year as I did last year, but I know moving forward, I will in the future. But again, I mean, I, I, I understand that. I understand that I understood with the decision that I was making that, that there was going to be some setbacks, but I just had to be willing to, to bet on myself and be willing to get out there and, and, and do what I could to make it happen. So, and I'm confident and so far so good, but again, I mean, nothing happens overnight, you gotta be patient too.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes you have to step backwards to step forwards in business and of course making good reasonable decisions during that process. But oftentimes the setbacks that you're experiencing in business might also be the business and your life testing you to see if you're ready for the next level. Like maybe that's a bit like high level, you know, spiritual in a way, but I really believe something could be going wrong in your life or in your business to see if you're ready to meet the challenge and then rise to the next level. That's kind of how I see it. And and again, you just have to have that confidence,
0: like I said, knowing that you're going to win. It's just a matter of when. And that's just kind of the mindset that you have to have. Like I said, when I was watching that game last night, you know, the first half was a little bit shaky. It reminded me a lot of the, the Eagles this past Monday night when they played the Chiefs. It was kind of the same thing. The, the first half, they just were flat. They weren't playing good. They They were losing. Yesterday they were losing seventeen to seven at the half. They came back, and like I said, that quarterback he just he's got that that cool confidence, and just and just watching the game, I, I knew they were going to win. Even when the kicker went out there to kick that field goal, like I I wasn't worried about it. Like I just I felt like they knew what they were doing, and I felt like he was going to make that kick. So again, I mean, just that, having that confidence that's that's what they had, you know, driving the ball down the field to uh to score in overtime to to win the game i mean they they knew I, and i think maybe the other team maybe had that fear because they, they because of how the the eagles were playing but like i said you know same thing can relate to our, to our business as well you just got to know going in you're going to win it's just a matter of when so what holds some people back from having a winning mindset the fear of failure I think the fear of failure is the the key really is the main ingredient to people that, 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 that fail because they fear failure. It's what's on their mind And, and all their, all your brain is telling you when you're thinking about failure, all your brain keeps hearing is failure. That's really what ends up happening. That anxiety about not meeting expectations, making mistakes, or even falling short of your goals people fear failure in our business they they don't want to purchase leads they worry what happens if i spend all this money and i don't make any sales so i think that fear of failure is, is is really the what what holds a lot of people back and the root cause could be many things it could be childhood experiences it could be societal expectations it could be even just like what you were talking about you know perfectionism personal perfectionism you know, one thing I think about childhood experiences. You know, w- as a parent, it's like we always want to protect our kids. We always want to to make sure that that they're safe and that everything's going to be good. And that's just as a parent. That's that's kind of how we are. But I guess if you think about it, you know that that maybe could lead to in in as we get older, as our kids get older are they gonna always kind of have that fear of moving forward with things? If, if there is just, we always are pushing that, like be careful. And then just kind of like so, even society expectations. I mean, heck, if you're getting into a new business and you let the whole world know about it, I mean, are you putting a lot of pressure on yourself that, that you, have, you feel like you have to succeed? You, you don't want people to see that you fail? And then even like I said, you know, that personal perfectionism, I, sometimes I feel like that's, that's my problem where maybe I don't get started on things fast enough because I, I, it's like, I want to make sure things are perfect before I kind of put things in place. And sometimes you can just sit around on the sidelines, but you just gotta, you gotta make that leap and, and get into the game and take some risks. And maybe, I mean, I think every organization out there will tell you, I mean, even the most successful ones out there, they'll tell you not everything's perfect. Yeah, we got a really good system. We're doing great, but not every, everything's not perfect. If if we waited around for things to be perfect, we would have never
1: gotten started. I couldn't agree more. I think getting started following a proven system and then making incremental improvements is so important. Like not making drastic, radical left field kind of changes, but incremental improvements. Like I've been doing Medicare since twenty. 18, 2019 doing it at more of a high level the last two years and i'm making incremental improvements in the process incremental improvements and in client tracking incremental improvements and in delegating tasks to administrative staff over the course of time not taking forever to wait for it to be perfect but like all right that needs to be a little bit better that could be a little bit quicker that's i didn't know that was a thing let's learn about this thing and over the course of time making those incremental improvements Adam, I think when people have the fear of failure, I think if they could isolate an instance in life where they overcame something that they thought they couldn't do, you can hearken back to that moment and say to yourself, well, I did that thing. I survived that experience. Of course I could do this thing. I remember this summer we went to Gatlinburg family vacation and in Gatlinburg, they've got this mountain. I think it's called Anakista. Amazing place. And you can take a ski lift, no thank you, to get up to Anakista, you can take a truck, or you can take like one of those gondola things, and everybody in the family was terrified, like holy crap this looks scary, but hey, let's do it, we all got in the gondola, nobody died by the time they got to the top of the mountain, and I kid you not, anytime one of the kids or somebody says, well I'm afraid of that, I'm like, well didn't you go up Anakista mountain in a big red gondola and were terrified the whole time, yeah. Did anybody die? No. Okay. Well, we did that. We can do this, or you can do that, or isolate that experience that you overcame something before. And the next time, it'll be easier to overcome challenges that you face.
0: Yeah. I like that. It's like if you, you know, you did that, if you, if you were able to handle that, you know, why, why don't you think you could handle this? This is, this is nothing compared to that. Exactly. So, no, that's, that's a great, that's a great example. Negative self talk what we're thinking about. I think that, you know, that's something too. I mean, we probably talk to ourselves more than anybody, right? I mean, when I'm in the car driving around all day, I mean, so much is just going through my head. And, and yeah, you know, you have a tough day. Like I've always said, you kind of have to figure out ways to shift your, your, your mindset back into having that, that positive mindset, even if things are going bad. You know, I mean, I've, I've had days where I, I walk out of a house upset, throwing my case. Like, I can't believe what just happened. It's like, well, that's fine. But now I got to move forward with the rest of my day. I'm not, I'm not going to go home and pout about it. I got to figure out how to get back into that positive mindset. But I think that that, that fear of failure, you know, we, if, if, if you're thinking so much about the what ifs, you're focusing way too much on the, you're, you're setting yourself up. Basically, you're setting yourself up to fail. if That's all you're thinking about. So it's just a matter, like I said, shifting that mindset and, and,
1: and remembering why you know that you can succeed. I think you definitely manifest so much of what actually takes place in this business. Maybe it's karma, maybe it's spiritual, maybe it's somewhere in between, but if you think the leads are bad, the leads are bad. If you think nobody will be home today, you won't even go out and try if you think they're not gonna buy from you, they won't. If you think they're going to say to you they need to think about it, that's what they're going to say. I don't know how analytical to prove this, but I think if you manifest it in this business, it absolutely takes place.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think too when agents go out there like, I have to make sales today, I have to make sales today. It, a lot of times they don't make sales. They're putting too much pressure on themselves. You got to go out there kind of like I said, you know, like Jalen Hurts driving that ball down the field at the end of the game, just calm and collected, knowing that he was going to win. You just got to go out there the same way. Just know you got to go out there knowing that you're going to make some sales and knowing that you're going to have a good day and that that you're going to be successful. And I mean, yeah, when I go out there and I'm working leads and I might not have any appointments set, I'm just door knocking through my route all day. Yeah, I mean, I'm just you got to be calm and collected and and like I said, just kind of had that assumptive approach, knowing that people are going to let you in the house, knowing that they filled that lead card out for a reason. And and that's why you're there to, to help them and do what you can to, to help them get what they need. So like I said, perfectionism, excellence is admirable, but perfectionism can be paralyzing. And like I said, I mean, sometimes I feel like I've held myself back a little bit because I always want things to be just like perfect and that really could lead to burnout. I think where you just totally just, like I said, or where you just don't even get started. So, so yeah, you know, it's, it's okay to, 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 to do your best and really try your best. But again, you got to know going in, heck, even, even like brand new agents in our business, they, they just get licensed. You know, they're afraid to go out and, and work their leads because they just don't have their appointment or I'm sorry, they just don't have their presentation down just right yet. Well, I mean, every day that you're waiting, I mean, those leads are just cooling off. Facebook leads, people are filling the thing out all the time. You're giving other people opportunities. You just got to get out there. You just got to get out there and work them. And, and nobody knows if you mess up on your presentation, except for yourself. Yeah, so, you know, that's the best way to learn it is just by getting out there and doing it.
1: And let's be realistic when we're talking about our business. It's simple. Like you're talking to old people about dying. They know that's going to happen. Like they got into the point of time where they kind of have a good sense of their mortality. You're talking to them about something they know that's going to happen and a product that's going to solve a problem that they have. It's really that simple. Like this isn't high level astronomical sales. This isn't, car sales, this is also the kind of sales where they're guaranteed to use the product. Remind yourself, this is really a lot simpler than you give yourself credit for, and it isn't that hard. Get into the house, make them like you, get them to trust you, find a problem, solve the problem. Okay, they didn't want to go to the next person. Make them like you, make them trust you, find a problem, solve the problem. Do they want it? They do. Fill out the application. Leave, do it again. Do that three times a day, five days a week. Statistically, you can't fail. Really is that simple. Yeah, and like you said, if they they don't wanna buy from you, you all
0: just right. gotta move on to the next. You're not gonna sell every single lead, you're not gonna sell every single person that you get in the house on. You just gotta brush it off, get over it, move on to the next. It's all about consistency. It's a numbers game. Having that steady flow of people to see on a regular basis. I mean, it all always works itself out. You just like I said, you can't let it get to you. I mean, I had an agent once it was like seven thirty at night. He called me, I was still out working leads and I asked him how his day went. Oh, I, my, my three o'clock appointment stood me up. So I went home yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, why? I mean, you had plenty of leads. Well, I just, it, you know, I just, it put me in a really bad mood, it put me in a really bad mood. And I just, I didn't feel like I could, could do this the rest of the day, exactly. but all <laughs> it takes. Yeah. Yeah. All it takes is that one person to, to let you in to, to completely change your, your day around. And you got to think, I, I always have the mindset of who knows what's happening on the other side of that door. I mean, there might be, there might be four or five people there that I can help and not just the person who filled the lead card out. And you can turn your day around real quick. All it takes is that one person, like I said, that lets you in and say, yeah, you know, yeah, I need this. You know, what can we do to get this started? Yeah. And you know, I, I ran through, easy 20 leads 30 you know 20 25 leads in a matter of four or five hours not caught anybody at home or had doors slammed in my face if I would have went home at three o'clock yeah I would have went home with nothing If I would have went home at five o'clock I would have went home with nothing but I you know you stay out there I don't I don't like going home knowing that that I that I, I left something out there like I don't like knowing that I, I could have made a sale if I would have stayed out a little bit longer if I if I go home and don't make any sales it, it happens but I don't like going
1: home knowing that I could have maybe stayed out a little bit longer Adam do you think that a winning attitude is as infectious as negativity is yeah
0: I think so and I think that that is something that we're going to be talking about on here too is just surrounding yourself too around people that have positive mindset And surround yourself around successful people and, and don't spend time with the negative people that, that bring you down because it can, it can definitely get to you if you, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're surrounded around people that again, are always thinking about the what ifs, or I guess you could say, even like, I always, I always say like playing prevent defense for those of you, again, You know, that, that no football, a lot of times when a team is, is winning or they have a big lead, they'll put their defense into more of like a prevent defense, which is supposed to mean that, you know, they're going to prevent the other team from, from scoring. But usually what happens is the other team ends up driving down the field and scoring because you're letting up, you know, you're letting off, you're letting off the gas. So again, I mean, I think that you you don't want to play prevent defense. You, know, you always want to be focusing on winning and and never never slowing down you know we always say we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring us either but yes stay sur- you know surround yourself around people with that same mindset that that are positive that are are looking out for your best interests as well and they want to see you succeed and and do well and and that are not going to bring
1: you down I told the guy once i literally didn't even care about the override that happened as a result of our business relationship i cared about him winning in business and if that had to mean short-term sacrifices or financial risks to get him there at time like i I don't need his override to pay my mortgage i'm good enough at what i do myself i surround myself with people i like to work with because i want them to be as equally as successful or maybe even better i mean that's the biggest gift you can give somebody in leadership is to make them as good as you and then Teach somebody who becomes better than you. So kind of how I see a winning attitude too. You think that sometimes people feel like they're they're being held back? I think I had moments in business like that where I recognized in my first organization who taught me the fundamentals of everything that I did, I had risen to be better than that level when I wasn't being pushed further. And I think some people are afraid of being pushed, but I think you often need to be at certain points. Like, all right, you've mastered final expense. Why are you only buying 20 leads a week? Why aren't you buying 30? I asked that question once to somebody at that first organization. I'm doing great. Should I buy more? Why would you buy more leads? I want to make more money. Or what about Medicare? Why would you do that? Because I don't want to be banging doors until I'm 50 years old for that same 5K a week, like that kind of stuff. And get pushed yeah. a little bit further and get uncomfortable or r- raise other leaders up. Like you're really good at talking about door knocking. Let's have you talk about door knocking and motivate people because. The best way you learn is to teach. Well, I think the best leaders are going to know that, I
0: mean, heck, you help other people to be successful. That's going to make you more successful. So what's the point in setting people up to fail if, if in the end, I mean, heck you, you, you help more and more people to be successful. Like I said, that's, you're just going to be bigger and better and more successful as well. So I've never understood that where people people want to hold people back or, you know, they feel like, uh, I don't know, they, they feel almost intimidated. Like, I don't want, I don't want, I don't know if they, they worry. I don't know. At least in our business, you can't really surpass people, I guess, when you're, you're working within an organization. I don't know. Maybe there's ways of it, but I just, I don't know. I've never really thought that way. I just, I want as many people, you know, I want to help as many people as I can. I want to see people grow and be successful and, and heck, that'll help me too.
1: Exactly. I Did you know that Microsoft and Apple actually invested in each other at one point? I think it was Microsoft investing in Apple. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. I was reading Patrick David's book. Maybe this is more podcast content for later today. But if the competition can invest in each other in the tech space and recognize the benefits of not always being the enemy, I don't have any problem investing in other people because I know it'll help me, it'll help them, and it'll all work itself out in the end because of a winning attitude, not a negative self-talk that you were mentioning too. So what kind of
0: actions can we take to overcome the fear of failure and to put ourselves in a winning mindset? Setting goals, and I, I think to break those large goals down into smaller goals. So we talk about, I mean, even as a personal producer, let's just say you want to write 200,000 in premium next year. Well, okay, well, that that's good, but it, it's going to be a lot more achievable if you break that down into smaller goals. And I think it's good to break it all the way down into a daily goal. How much do I have to do every single day to hit that goal? And, and again, I mean, it makes it a lot easier when you're focusing on, okay, I need to write $1,000 in premium today. 1500 in premium today. It's a lot easier focusing on that than I want to do 200,000 in premium this year. So break it down into smaller goals. I, I'm not afraid to set goals that are too
1: big. Yeah. What's up, Chris, what do you got there? It's just breaking your goals down. I, you, you were mentioning breaking your goal down. I have this week's goal written down. I want to write the minimum of 417 a month in premium and seven MA plans. I wanted to write 100 MAs during AEP, but I don't have 100 written down here. I have, what's my goal for this week? I, I even tried that. I tried to write down my goal. I'm like, that's too big. That's like, I don't like seeing that number. 75 left. Oh, I can't write 75 MAs this week. That's physically impossible. Bite size, weekly, daily. You know, agents are going to set their goal out, like you're saying, to write 200K next year and... You can't write 200K January the 3rd. Like, let's be realistic, bite size.
0: Yeah, I like too how you mentioned you want to do, what'd you say, like $417 of monthly premium? Yes. For the week. We can break mean? it down into a monthly premium. So, I mean, just think about that. What's 417 times 12? I mean, five what? Thousand. Right around five grand? Yeah. So, yeah, you want to write 5,000 in premium for the week? Well, if you just told yourself, "I want to write five thousand a premium for the week," that sounds a lot harder than four hundred and seventeen dollars of monthly premium, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, same thing. I mean, to me, it's a mindset thing, but if you're breaking that number down, and and it just it, it does. I mean, it to me, it it feels a lot more achievable thinking about four hundred dollars in premium compared to five thousand.
1: And the and best part is, is as you're writing the business you're continuing to scratch off that number and write the smaller number next. And you're like, all right, well I wrote $100 on my first sit. Now I only have to write 317. I mean, 317, come on. Then you write a 50 and you're like, all right, so now I have to write 250. It, it gets easier and easier to the point where you're like, all I got is to do is 42 bucks. I man, I absolutely got this, it's Wednesday. And it happens. Uh, yeah, I do, I do it the exact same way. You know, focusing on the
0: monthly premium. Just, it's a lot easier. And I, you know, I, I've always made that number bigger, the longer I've been in the business, the better I've gotten. I mean, when I first started, I might focus on doing 250 in premium a week. That's 3000 in premium for the week. And then I would double that to 500 in premium. That's 6,000 in premium for the week. So, I mean, now, I mean, it just really depends. I mean, heck there's weeks where I say, I want to write 10,000 in premium. Do I always hit it? No, but But again, I would, I've said that before too. I would rather shoot for the gold and hit the silver than shoot for the silver and get the silver. So set those higher goals, but just break them down into more achievable, smaller goals.
1: Yeah. I think the winning mindset is having goals and having achievable goals like that. Absolutely.
0: And, and, you know, this is what we just talked about. Surround yourself with, with positive influences. You know, I talked a little bit about that. What, what are
1: your feelings on that, Chris? I think it's so important to recognize people that are supportive, people that are positive, people that are invested, people that are actively involved in your business, not, you know, behind the desk and haven't done it in 10 years type individuals. I've had conversations, Adam, with people that I thought I'd have a good professional dialogue with. And they're like, I'm not sharing that information with you. Like, what? Why? Why? I mean, we, we both get better if we share information with each other. You're not in my hierarchy. Why would I tell you that? Well, I'm never going to be in your hierarchy because you'll never want to have a polite relationship with me. That's weird. Oh, it's funny. I mean, my, I remember, I mean, when I first
0: started growing, you know, when I first started to build a, a team, this was back, I don't know, 2012. And, and I remember, I mean, I had a website, I had a training website and everything was like password protected. Like nobody could get into my site unless you were like one of my agents with the presentation, pretty much everything that we talk about, like on these trainings every week. Mm -hmm. And, and then I just, I, I realized, you know what, what does it hurt to just share this with everybody? You know, what does it hurt to share all your valuable information and content with whoever is willing to listen? I mean, for one thing, I mean, unfortunately only a small percentage of people will ever use it or utilize it, but, but heck, you know, if, if I'm looking to work with somebody, I want to work with somebody that knows what they're doing too. And if I can show people that I know what I'm doing, I've been doing this a long time and I've been successful at doing it and can help other people do it as well. Well, then it's kind of like you're killing two birds with one stone.
1: Yeah. I think positive influences also could include situations where sometimes you and the person you're in leadership with or relationship with in business have to have tough conversations and say, I don't know if that's going to work. I mean, I've tried that. That definitely didn't work when I did it, or I've never heard of that before. I'm not sure how that's going to work. And like being able to have a positive influence so that when you have to have a challenging conversation, you know that you're all on an equal playing field. I think so many people in this business want to uproot and chase greener grass the moment they reach a level of adversity. They never have that opportunity to create positive relationships to deal with negative deposits in their relationship. It's such a balancing act in what we do. And you're never gonna grow if you don't develop the chance to have positive and negative work each other out in business.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I think that could also be a whole nother topic for another day is self-accountability. You know, I think a lot of times people again, they they get to that point where they're they're playing the blame game. It's it's everybody else's fault but theirs. They they don't wanna blame themselves, but they would rather move on and look for other places to work with than focus on the fact that maybe it's themselves that are the reason why they haven't been successful. I mean, most successful people will be successful in in any system. Absolutely. But but those that like to play the blame game, they're they're not going to be and and they'll
1: they'll continue to not be successful anywhere they go. Here's the best example of a winning team I can think of. The Chicago White Sox against we're stealing thunder for later this afternoon have always been able to put together great teams, like a collection of really great players like Craig Kimbrels and the uh, Chris sales of the world and great players, but they're never a winning team. Like they're never a winning team. Why is that? Cause you can be a great player, but it doesn't mean you're going to be on a winning team. Like the whole team culture gets you there too. The whole fact that, you can't, you could, you get further together in this business too. A winning team, a winning mindset comes from the people that are putting into you and saying, yeah, you had a bad day, but you'll do better today, the next day. So I think that's the best example of a poor Chicago White Sox, who are always great at putting together great players, never a good team. Well, you know, I even think about
0: like the 07, 08 Cubs. They, they, man, they, that, those were the seasons. I went to a ton of games back then, but. I mean they they were really a, a team that was just bought. I mean they went out and threw out a whole bunch of money signing these big name players. And it's like, you know, everyone's like, "Oh man, they're going to be awesome because they they spent all this money on these big time names." But I think it's just it's more than just that. You got to have that chemistry, you got to have that camaraderie. And and I mean, you look at other teams like got even like like Tampa Bay the Rays I mean they have like one of the the lowest payrolls in baseball but they have had some really good teams kind of like the complete opposite way of doing it you know building that camaraderie you know from like the ground up from from within their system rather than just buying a bunch of guys that who knows if they're going to mesh well and get along and you know look out for each other and play well with one another so but I think, you know, again, I mean, that's something I think that could really relate to to our business as well. I mean, it's
1: a lot of this is about the people that you surround yourselves with. You are a product of the 10 people you spend the most time with and do it, do a, an accountability check with those 10 people and see if that has some contribution to where you're at in business too. You
0: know, we talked a little bit about this earlier, you know, visualize your success and, and mentally rehearse achieving your goals. So So focus on that, you know, almost as though you've already achieved it. You kind of have to have that, that mindset, you know, even like I said, you know, just kind of going out with your work and you got to kind of have that, that confidence, that swag about you, where you know, that you're going to, you're going to, to write business you're going to do well. And, and you just kind of have to visualize it ahead of time. True. And celebrate small victories along the way. I mean you know, with whatever business you're in, I mean, you want to be successful. You want to do well. And like I said, I think maybe if you're focusing on that perfectionism, maybe you'll lack celebrating those, those small victories. Cause you're so focused on the, the end goal. But again, as we mentioned, I mean, if you're, that could also lead to burnout, celebrate the small vic- victories, the more small victories you have, that's going to lead to, to hitting that, that end goal, in my opinion
1: little things absolutely stack up to equal big things. Big things just don't happen overnight. Like you don't know, just instantly write a ten thousand dollar like final expense app. It doesn't happen. It's little things in our business and squirrel hunting that lead to big things. And celebrate these little wins. say you're you're struggling and you're thinking to yourself, if I don't make it this week, January 1st, I gotta get a job. Well celebrate little wins. man, I got in the door. Awesome. Did I make the sale? No, I got on the door. Then I got out the door today. I physically left my home. There you go. Celebrate it. Like maybe last week you didn't because you're about a month away from failing out of the business. Well, you left. Perfect. That's a win to celebrate. You stayed out the entire day. Celebrate it. You worked longer than you normally would. That's a win. And then you can stack up these little, little, little wins. And all of a sudden you wrote an app. Medium win. Nice. You hit your goal. Big win. Reward yourself. And then do it again. But a lot of those
0: little things, Chris, I think they need to become habit forming. They do. You can't just get up one morning. Hey, I got out of bed, went to work. Yay. Like that's got to be every day. You got to, you know, that it's got to be habit forming, get to the point where it's just part of your day and what you do. And the more habits that you can create out of those, those small goals, the (laughs) the
1: better you're going to get. You know how you create habits though, is you do these little things one day at a time for like 27 days and all of a sudden it's become a habit. So it's little things leading to big things.
0: So, you know, we cannot have the fear of failure. You know, we just have to remember it's a lead driven business. You know, we got to get over the fact that we have to spend money for leads. It's, you know, these, I I've said this in the past too, but these lead vendors out there, they're not making money off of that person that orders leads one time and never orders them again. They're, they're making money from the repeat customers and the repeat customers, why would they continue to buy leads if they weren't making any sales? Evidently it works or the lead companies wouldn't be in business. we can't fear that we're going to fail on the leads. It's nothing more than someone who's expressed some sort of interest. It's not a guaranteed sale, but I mean, you should be able to close at least 20 to 25% of your leads. And to me right there, I mean, that's a winning investment. Because you're going to end up making a lot more than what you put into it. And you just got to know, too, that, that the good days, the good days are going to make up for the bad. You know, we all have bad days, but you just got to brush it off and move on, move forward. And you're going to have some pretty good days. And get used to getting rejected and brush it off. If someone doesn't want your help. Just remember, it's their loss. You're there to help them.
1: So if they don't want your help, you know what? Move on. Help someone that, that wants to talk to you. Absolutely. I, I know that I have the best products. I'm one of the best agents and I'm the best person to be able to help them get the best products possible. And if they didn't want that, man, that's on that literally. Like, well, one time somebody laughed at me when I was leaving the home. Oh, you're mad because I didn't get insurance from you. And you know what I said, Adam? I turned around. And I said, you know what? I have plenty of insurance personally. I have no fear about dying today and leaving plenty of money behind the people that matter to me you're the one that's leaving today's conversation without insurance. So yeah, I said, I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, again, you know,
0: kind of a mindset sort of thing too. I mean, you just kind of have to go out there with that mindset. I'm just here to help people. And if they don't want my help, well, I'm going to move on to find other people that they want my help and just kind of laid, You know, I've always said, you know, you gotta be laid back, assumptive and positive. And like I said, you can't worry, you can't have the, well, you can you can't have that fear of failure. You can't, I think people can even kind of tell when you, you, when you're needy or you just feel like you have to make sales. You just have to have, like I said, like that swagger, like that, that cool, just like uh, the game I was, like I said, you know, like that game I was watching last night, them driving that ball down the field. I mean, it's like they, I wasn't even nervous watching it. Like I, I knew they were going to drive down the field and, and score, and win the game. Because they were cool and collected and confident. And that's just kind of how you have to be. You know, do whatever you you can to get in touch with your leads. You know, we talk about calling, setting up appointments. We talk about door knocking. I mean, just do whatever you can, even if you can't reach them the first time around and you got to get back on those leads six months later. I mean, sooner or later, heck, I was cleaning out my garage yesterday. I found a stack of direct mail leads from 2019. Money. I'm going to go out and run them. Money. Yeah, I'm going to go out and door knock them. What the
1: heck? And how much you want to bet I make some sales off of them? I did it. I literally did that exact <laughs> same thing. I got leads out of the attic from the garage. And I'm like, whoa, this is from last decade. <laughs> Let's see. Road business.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to actually, well, I, I'm a, I don't know about that one. I found some leads in my basement. Like I said, I did a lot of work uh, over Thanksgiving, cleaning out my basement, my garage and I found some leads when I first got in the business in 2003, some life insurance leads from 2003. So yeah, I don't know if I can go back that far, but I think the 2019s, uh, I figured it's worth a shot. Let's see what happens. But uh, you know, if you get rejected over the phone, I always recommend show up two days later with the same lead in hand. Most of the time, the client won't even realize it was the same person that they talked to over the phone. And as we said, you know, set goals and reward yourself. So, and if you like everything that you heard today and, you know, maybe you're watching on, on Facebook, either in the insurance life and everything in between page or my own business page or, or LinkedIn, well, sign up on my website, com. sign up and we will go ahead and we will. We'll add you to our our list of people that we can send a little email to every week to let you know what the upcoming topic is. You can register, and like I said, too, any if you have any training topics that you would like to discuss, be more than happy to uh, maybe put together a, a training of maybe some things that that we haven't thought to cover. I I really try to cover all all the bases, but if there's something that I'm leaving out. I would love to know and i would love to be able to
1: cover it so feel free to any suggestions i think it's important to realize too and we might be stealing the thunder of a future training especially in december but as we talk about having a winning attitude and adam looks for any questions it's how you end this year is literally how you're going to begin next year that's it how you end this final five weeks is exactly how you'll begin january so you decide you want to end on an anticlimactic heart um, hot fart kind of an end, or do you want to like, really like put in a little bit of effort over the course of the next five weeks and be like, yep, yeah, there you go. I did it. Did my job. But then the calendar turns over and you do your job again. How you end is exactly how you'll start.
0: Yeah. And go back and watch, you know, we did a training, I think what last week about selling throughout the holidays or maybe a couple of weeks ago, just mm-hmm. preparing to sell throughout the holidays. Again, a lot of that was focused on mindset and heck, if you think it's going to be a bad time to sell, it's going to be. But if you feel like it's not going to be an issue, it's not going to be. So yeah, I'd recommend to go back and watch that one. I also did a podcast that talked about underdogs a few weeks back. I'd recommend maybe go listen to that one too. It talks really a lot about just the same sort of thing with just having that winning mindset. And, you know, even if, uh, you know, even if you're maybe coming from a situation where you just you don't feel like you should be able to succeed. That's there's, there's no reason that you shouldn't, you you could, you should hold yourself back from success. If you're willing to put the time in, you're willing to learn from those that have done it, that that are willing to help you and teach you and see to it that, you know, they, they, they're looking up for your best interest that they want to see too, that you have that long-term success. I mean, there's no reason why you can't succeed. So yeah, go back and watch some of those other, or listen to some of those other podcasts. And I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy them. So I think that's about all we had for today. Thanks again, Chris, for coming on. And I hope y'all picked up a few ideas and feel free, like I said, reach out to me if you need anything. I hope y'all have a great week and thanks again. And this concludes another episode of the Insurance Life and Everything in Between podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe, share with a friend or colleague. And if you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, please leave those too. Any input is greatly appreciated. Thank you.